Hey friend, welcome back to the Balanced Life Podcast. I am so grateful you are joining me today. And I have another question for you. Are you working on a deadline? Today I want to talk with you about deadlines because I do. I set them for myself, but I really want to make a case for why they should be called lifelines. And that's really what today's podcast is about. I know deadline is you know, the end of a matter. It's when we have to have something done. Sometimes it's when a project that we're doing is going to be completed and it's over and there's no more to it. But I know that deadline is something that can really help us. And at least for me, as a recovering perfectionist, having too many options and choices makes it hard for me to stay focused. And so having a really focused agenda, purpose, plan, and then having a time frame attached to it is really helpful for me. So I wanted to talk with you about that because for me, that gives me more energy, but it's a very positive thing. And that's why I want to call it a lifeline instead of a deadline, because it really does give me more life. And it's interesting. I have used this even in training for running. So in um, part of my story is how I got my health back about nine years ago. And that is, I have a, a podcast about that that I did some weeks ago. But one of the things was that for 25 years, because of discomfort due to inflammation in my body, I did not do impact activities. And whenever you are restrained or unable to do something that you desire to do for a really long time, to get it back is like another lifetime for that activity. It's so life-giving. It translates into so many other things. It gives you hope and it gives you energy and it gives you motivation and it gives you momentum and it just fills your sails. It's awesome. So in doing that, I started looking for other venues besides, because I just wanted to run a 5k, which I did after I got my health back and I got my life balanced with uh, super nutrition and some other lifestyle changes and shifting that balance so that I wasn't out of balance, you know, little by little, those little shifts that bring back balance to our lives. And so as I did that, I found that the the inflammation wasn't there and the discomfort wasn't there and, and I became a runner. And as I was training for my first half marathon, I was doing this training method, and if you're a runner, you know what I'm talking about, but it has the funniest name, but it's called a, a fartlek, and it is actually a high-intensity dash or sprint, and you can pick a point on your run, either visually or you can set a timer if you're running with uh, earbuds, and you, you just all out run as fast as you can to a certain point, either until the timer rings or until you get to the next light pole or whatever uh, milestone or, or landmark that you choose. And in doing that, you're building up that heart muscle, you're building up your endurance, you're strengthening, it's all of that. But that's that's also a deadline. You know, you're going to go just this far and then it's done. A finish line. That's really what a whole deadline is. And as I was training for that, 
I also found myself uh, looking for ways to increase my pace. And I found running with people who run a little bit faster is really, really helpful. And actually, in one of my 5k events, I was running with another purpose because my nephew, one of my nephews at the time was fighting brain cancer. And I was supporting his treatment and stuff at at St. Jude's. And I ran with him in mind. And it was a very personal run for me. And when I got there, I didn't know anybody at the run. It was it was just simply a 5k. But it was the meaning behind the run that was so important to me. And I found a young couple that had a really good stride. I found them within the three first three quarters of the, the first three quarters of the first mile. And I basically attached myself to them. I did not let them out of a maybe a 10 to 15 yard distance ahead of me. And they had a better pace than I did. They had a better stride than I did. But I found that within that first three quarters of a mile that I could keep up with them, but they challenged me. And I attached myself to them. And I found myself performing better because I was being challenged and I was refusing to let go of those two people. And I ended up having a personal best in that run. And I say that because although having a pacer partner, whether they knew it or not, that is a really helpful tool when you have a deadline or as I want to call it a lifeline. When you have a finite amount of time and you have somebody who's going to help you get there faster or more efficiently or produce more, it is really, really helpful. It was very motivating for me because my mind was also on keeping stride and not letting them out of my sight and maneuvering to keep the distance the same. And that's really helpful when you compare yourself or team up with someone with whatever project you have going. And another story I want to share with you is when I just went out for one of my one of my daily runs and I for a number of reasons had cut my time short meaning I didn't have a whole lot of time to run that morning. I had some stuff happen at home before I left and I got to my my start point on the greenway and I was like, "Darn, I I'm really short on time." So I set my timer and on my phone, and I did not play any music or anything. I just went that morning. And I knew that I had this short amount of time. And I ran. I ran hard so that I could get back in time. And again, my time was better. Now, I don't like that kind of pressure. And I mean, it's not comfortable for me. But it is a lifeline because it causes me to perform better because of that pressure. It's a positive pressure and it allowed me to produce as much as I normally would in a longer time, but in a short amount of time because I didn't have as much time, but I wanted to get in 
that framework of training that I needed, that exercise. So I want to encourage you today because I want to encourage you to let your deadlines be your lifelines. I encourage you to take hold of those things that challenge you, that give you a parameter of positive pressure that helps you to perform. There's some alliteration for you, that former English teacher in me. (laughs) So positive pressure to perform. That's an awesome thing. And that is very life-giving. And it will give you more energy. It will give you more positivity. It will help you to see things better if you can embrace that process. Wow, we got a lot of P's going on there. Positive process, pressure for performance, all of this stuff. It is going to help you to succeed with a better outcome in the end. So deadlines, though they sound a little grim, are really an awesome thing. As I'm sure you know, I'm sure you use them. We all have them in the start times and finish times of our jobs or our meetings or phone calls or whatever it is we're doing in our lives. And I really enjoy having found little tools that give me more productivity. And I I love to pair people with that. So when you're done listening to this podcast, and I thank you for listening today, please leave me a rating, a five-star rating. That helps other people who are looking for other ways to find balance in their life find this podcast faster. And I appreciate you. You have greatness within you. And I look forward to talking with you again on the next podcast.